Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum here for the special birthday episode. What's up? <laughs> My dude, we did it. Happy birthday uh, to you. Why, thank you. And thank you for everything you did to help me celebrate. It's been an adventure. Mm-hmm. The Friday night I went to bed. Made sure I had my lifeline on. He woke up in his, he went to bed in his 30s. Yeah. I had my lifeline on. I put the walker next to the right. bed. Justin, right. I, we never know what's going to happen right. once the clock ticks over. I need to be prepared. Right. Because like we were talking yeah. about before the show, now that you're 40, yeah. that's pretty much it. It's, it's done. That's pretty much it. Is, forget about it. You had a good run. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. I, I don't want to like turn this into like a, oh, you wish you were there type of thing. Yeah. But we had a great time last night. We had a little birthday party here at the movie theater in Lidditz. And then uh, every, almost everybody watched. <laughs> almost everybody watched almost, Dune. Yeah. And it was great. There was, I, I did a little thing beforehand. And I was like, I'm so happy you're all here, but I'm more happy that I'm forcing you all to watch Dune. <laughs> I was moved by that, by, <laughs> by your acceptance speech. It ran a little long. Yeah, I know. It was a little, you know, an hour 45. I thought like like around an hour 30, I was like, he could really wrap this up. Yeah. But then you started talking about middle school again. Yeah, I was like, you know. and don't you all remember? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then in sixth grade, <laughs> I reread it again. <laughs> you got to know the backstory. So how old were you the first time you discovered the world of Dune? 18. 18. So you yeah. were young, but not a not a baby. You were like a young man. No, yeah. 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 I was living large. Because I have to, you know when people tell you something? Yeah. Now, maybe this is, well, I'm sure this is just me. <laughs> or, or yeah, I'm not, no, no. I know it's not just me, but I also know, like, this is something I'm guilty of. Yeah. When people tell you something and you hear it and you go, uh huh. And then they tell you again and you're like, uh huh. And then they tell you again and you're like, yeah. And then, like, on the 453rd time, you're like, oh. Yeah. That's what happened to me last night. Amy's at home going, this is my marriage. <laughs> right, right, right. This is my life. No, last night I realized, I thought to myself, wow, this this dune like is really meaningful to David. <laughs> like I always thought you were like a big fan. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have talked about this a thousand times. Right. And I know that you're a, like, the massive fan, <laughs> but it didn't really click to me until last night, mm. you know, when you, you spoke eloquently, if a little long-winded, but, yeah. you know, but quite eloquently about how much this franchise and this story and the characters and everything, how much it means to you. And it means to you to have your friends to share it with you. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing to express because all of the easy mediums to show someone who wouldn't normally right. like it don't get into the things right. that are so substantial to me. Right. But it's so it's very surface level. So it's like it's fun to see them watch this movie that they wouldn't have watched. And so many of them come up to me like, oh, I really like that. I'm actually interested in reading the book. Yeah. And it's like, oh well the book is so much more. Like it's so much more as you know, heady. Like it's it's a lot more psychological, like socio political stuff. I feel like the the movie Having watched the movie allows you to makes the book more accessible. Okay, Would you, right? Yeah, well, I think it makes the whole franchise more accessible. That's what it's, I meant. Yeah. it's got the it's got the important beats to keep you interested, in knowing something's coming. Yeah. So if you're reading the book, you're like, okay, well, I'm reading this. Like, what's hap Why am I doing this? But you right. know, if you've seen the movie, you're like, oh, I know something big's about to happen. So I'll keep reading for that. Yeah. So, mm. but anyway. Well, it was a great fun night. There was a, a lot of great friends there. Yeah. As I said to you before the show, it reflects well on you. Such a great, first of all, one great person after another. Many of our regular listeners were there, or I should say some of our regular listeners yeah. were there. 
A lot of your friends were there. Shady Lady was there. Who would have thought awesome. she was going to be there? It was awesome. I was yeah. a little sketchy if she was going to show right, up. Right. You know? Well, I'm just glad she didn't have an enema with her or anything, <laughs> <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. Well, in case anyone's concerned, I did get some knockoff Penn Cinema podcast merch. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> knockoff I, yeah, merch. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to revisit that topic later in the show. But, Maybe. You know, I'm glad somebody's stepping up. <laughs> <laughs> but I let me, let me tell you, if I'm wearing the merch, you're seeing me. There's no question about that. Right? You're not, you're not going to sneak up on anybody. Right. Yeah. People are going to be like, is it daylight? And it's like right. midnight. <laughs> walking around. So, all right, let's get into this news. All right. Uh, <laughs> Wait, can we just, can we just, this first news story yeah. has three beats to it. <laughs> a person is coming back for a third movie, movie. from some directors. Right. How many of these things do you know? I know zero of them. You don't know who the first the person is? Oh, no, oh, do you mean do I know? Yeah. Oh, um I of course I do know the first the act the main actor. Okay. I don't know anything about the second thing and I know just from a distance the third thing. What I thought you were going to say is do does anybody care about any of these? Well, <laughs> let me explain what it is. If you it's put a, them all together. Yeah, but I, see I think maybe because you don't know what it is. So you're saying 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 5. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe 4. I'm seeing it's Three, three, still three. Half. Still three. <laughs> but sometimes it's nice to see the number. Okay, all right, you know? all right. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. We all know Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. From what movie? From Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Right, or... Backdraft? Or, what's a big one that he did? I can That maybe involved escaping. Escape from New York? And... I have no idea. Escape from L.A. Okay. Right? I don't know. Those movies were big, right? They ring a bell, yes. Right? They were before my time, but right. yes. In those movies, he plays a character, Snake Pick Piskin. Oh. So they're bringing back... So that's the second one. Yeah. This character. And it's going to be from the directors of Scream, which there are like five, so I didn't even list them. Yeah. But, so the directors of Scream are going to direct a third escape from whatever movie starring Kurt Russell. Some people love those movies. No, no, no. I, I think they're great. It's like classic 80s schlock. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know the... Uh, Wasn't it John Carpenter? Didn't he do... Something like that. Um, yeah. I didn't know the character's name. Yeah, that's fine. Kurt Russell, to me, is like... I've never... Like, he's fine. Yeah? You know, but there's not... Like, he's so... I don't know. It's like vanilla ice cream. Like, he's fine, but, like, got no flavor. Some people like it bland. Got no crunch. Yeah. Nah. Some people like it bland, Mr. Vegetarian. I like me the tonight dough. Non-dairy tonight dough. That's what I'm talking tonight about. Tonight dough? Yeah. Okay. That's like cookie dough? Yeah. Okay. Except it's got some pretzels, some caramel, some hot fudge. Those don't, think, those don't sound like vegetables. Right. <laughs> I expect your ice cream to be full <laughs> of carrots and celery <laughs> and broccoli. I do make a nice, nice soft serve ice cream with avocados and spinach, and it's delicious. <laughs> we all tell lies. <laughs> Some are more believable than others. <laughs> all right, Lionsgate. Yeah. Who, by the way, we're going to talk about them later during the trailers because I have okay. a question. Um, Lionsgate has decided to produce a movie based on Sega's 1991 video game Streets of Rage. Okay. Did I mess up that title? No. Beat 'em up video game franchise. The Streets of Rage beat 'em up video game franchise. Is yeah. beat 'em up part of the title? No, beat 'em up is a is a genre of video game. Oh, okay. It, you would know them. You know Streets of Rage from the arcade. I mean, I can picture it. I've never played or it. Or Double Dragon. Okay. Do you remember Double Dragon? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's this, the guys walking down the street and they just punch all the right. guys. Those are called beat 'em ups because all you do is beat 'em up. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, they're going to make a movie. Uh, from Sega's 1991 Streets of Rage beat 'em up video game franchise, which will be written by John Wick's Derek Kolstad. So here's the thing. Talk to me. Video game movies, not so great. Uh, eh, we've got some okay ones. Okay. Right? But generally, someone says they're making a video game movie, you're kind of like, mm. uh, especially if it's going to be live action. Right. Right? Or if it's going to involve Mario. Yeah. It's me, Mario. <laughs> Did you did you hear everybody shouting that last night during the 
um, just press play commercial. No. <laughs> you know the just press play commercial that always plays? Yeah. And they got a couple, I forget what, but for some reason you see Mario. Yeah. And I heard like three people last night in the in the audience going, it's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, what has piqued my interest is written by the guy who's involved with John Wick. Now, how involved he is, I don't know, but the John Wick genre of action, uh, subsequently like Nobody and coming up, uh, Naughty Christmas, what's it, what's it called? The Violent Night? Violent Night. Yeah. Are all this like... <laughs> hype, Naughty Christmas. Naughty Christmas. Or Bullet Train. Right. Like they're all this new... Mm-hmm. Fast. Fast genre of action. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. Right. Thing. Right. If this movie is done in that way... Right. Could be awesome. Yeah. Listen, now that you're pretty much approaching death... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been starting to make plans... For you know when when the day comes, the day comes right. you gotta, you gotta I'm bring gonna, someone in. I'm gonna no 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 nothing like that. What oh. I was thinking more was like how are we gonna memorialize you? Mm. And I've always thought, yeah, when the time comes to write the David Moulton story, yeah, it's got to be Derek Kolstad. Yeah, I mean, right. Clearly, I mean obviously, if it's gonna be anyone, what words did we use? Fast. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Action based. Action based. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of sports ball. Yeah. 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 I mean, if anyone's, he should just start now, honestly. Right. Well, I mean, I didn't want to say anything. I got about a hundred and ninety minute speech about <laughs> Dune. I could give him, get, get him up to date on that. What if we made a story about you and never mentioned Dune? <laughs> <laughs> At all. That's like going to be my like parting shot. <laughs> I'm going to stand up at your funeral yeah. and give a long and beautiful and touching eulogy, but I will never mention. You should come really close to <laughs> right. it, right? <laughs> and, and just never get quite get there. Right. Oh, yeah. and by the way, can we just give a shout out yeah. to our boy Joel? With the card of the year. Uh, he, now you've seen this meme. I've seen this meme online before, but he he turned it into a birthday card. It was great, and it's the it's the poster. If you haven't seen it, find a way to Google it. It's a great poster. It's for Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Yeah, and the poster looks like the Dune poster. Like when you first at first glance got all the Dune characters, but then it turns out it's all the characters from Friends. And it's, no, it's just all Joey. Oh, it's all different Everyone's shots of Joey. Of G- okay, replaced with Joey. And it's, yeah. it's how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Laughed out loud. Yeah. Look, right. let's bring things down. Things yeah. down a notch. In a recent episode of National Geographic show Limitless, Chris Hemsworth revealed that he could be predisposed to Alzheimer's disease uh, as he holds two copies of a gene linked to it. As such, he's announced he'll be taking a break from acting for a few years. He wants to spend some time with his wife. Is he retiring? No, don't worry. He said he's coming back. He just needs some time. He realizes that, like, time is valuable. Only so many minutes in the day. Well, he's almost 40. Ooh. He's like 38. So he's got two more years left. He's got to stop. (laughs) Right. Right? That's... Talk about retiring. Could you imagine? Yeah. Getting past 40? God. That's a job in itself. Right. I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, man. What do we think about this? Because I also, in other news, um, unrelated to this story, but very consistent with this story, I read a story about um, Chris saying that the next time he appears as Thor will likely be his last appearance as Thor. I think both of those are good things. Yeah. I think him taking a break is great. I think uh, him letting go of Thor is, I think I kind of thought after Thor three, like that was kind of the end of the story. Like Like a couple cameos. Yeah. We could see him as a cameo, but we don't need another Thor. Like, I feel like the only thing that he should come back for is to integrate Hercules into the more into the world or whatever. And why do you think it's great? He's taking a break. Um, Let it simmer, man. Like, well, first off it's great for his family and stuff. Cause I imagine he's crazy busy. Yep. But like, he's probably not wanting for money. I'm assuming. Right, right. I, don't, I don't know. Right. He would think I would. Right. But I don't know. But I mean, like, he's at his prime. Like, enjoy enjoy your your family, the yeah. things you worked for, yeah. for a little bit, and come back. Like, don't don't work until you're no longer like. Right. In no, you know, people don't respect you anymore. I mean, not that, that would happen. No, no. But, yeah. You know, yeah, I watched. We'll talk about it later, but I watched the entire series of Limitless. Oh, okay, I did, and I mean, this is an, an impressive. 
this is a guy who is actively trying to reinforce his priorities, yeah. which are his long-term health. And the reason why he's prioritizing his long-term health is so that he can be a good father and be yeah. a good grandfather, et cetera. So kudos to him. And I think it's cool that he's backing up all the stuff that he did in Limitless and um, putting, you know, walking the walk, you know, so to speak. But um, yeah. Speaking of his family, that was his daughter in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, it was? I'm pretty sure that was his daughter, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I have a friend who recently rewatched Love and Thunder and boldly declared, and I quote, this is a bad movie. Yeah, a lot, there's a lot of people who don't like it. Where I forget, where did you fall? Uh, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, I kind of want to rewatch it. it now. I, I think I saw it twice, and I think I, I, like, my standing thing is it's not, like, the best, but I don't see necessarily a lot of things people complain about being a problem. Yeah. To keep us on this, like, we're all, since we're already down, there was an announcement today that I saw before we came in yeah. that yeah. J- Jason David Frank passed away. Power Ranger, Power number Ranger. blue. Green. Green. But it's good. And yeah. white, and black, and red. Right. right. So most of the colors, but not blue. Right. Good shot. <laughs> so. <laughs> Almost I knew, I knew he had a color. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. But uh, for some of us who were at the prime age to uh, <laughs> be into... Power Rangers when it first came out, or maybe one of the later ones. I mean, he was uh, he was the one you wanted to be. Oh, he was the cool one. He was the leader. He wasn't always the leader, but he was the cool kid. He had he had all the cool powers and the yeah. cool suits. So uh, he was forty nine. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they didn't say what passed away, but as you can see, I, my time is limited. Right. Clearly, right. <laughs> my stars are falling. No, I'm saying. <laughs> so this guy was pretty cool. Yeah. He was pretty cool. He was in the uh, he. So a lot of times you look at Power Rangers like, oh, it's all fake and whatever. Yeah, but they it is obviously. But uh, the kids that they hired, at least at the beginning, they hired martial arts like, mm, right, experts, or whatever. Right. And Jason David Frank was actually in the Martial Arts Hall of Fame. He had a small MMA career. Um, I was reading that you know all this kind of crazy. He had his own dojos and stuff. So he was more than just a. Power Ranger act, actor, but he was also very passionate about the fandom, which is kind of cool to see that, like, this rinky-dink, weird, produced thing, and, and they, he just embraced it. I love people who, in that position, can embrace their fan base. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. We all know it is. But we all love it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, because it could have been so easy for, for any of the people in it. And I don't, I don't really know any of them that are like this that are like, uh, it was just a kid's show I did. Yeah. You know, but, like, every every one of the actors from the original, like, crew that is active out there that I ever see about is always, like, really, like, oh, Power Rangers, like, I'd love to talk to you about Power yeah. Rangers. Or they, they're currently still doing something involving Power Rangers. Right. So, I make it sound like I'm a big Power Ranger fan, which I'm not. But, uh, you know, when yeah. I was a kid, like. Sure. Like, whatever. Like, it was on TV. I, right. I watched it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. For you. Right. <laughs> All right. So I have a couple more interesting pieces of news. One is um, something coming down the line that we don't even have a date for, but it's interesting to report on oh. it. And another is what I'm going to call, and we've talked about it on the show, but we haven't really talked about it at length, but an emerging trend. Let's talk about it. Okay. First on the show. First, okay. First, we're going to talk about Bradley Cooper. Oh, in the lead role of Steven Spielberg's movie, Bullet. I saw this. Yeah. And I didn't put it on here because we don't always do casting news. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough, except for two things. Mm. There was a little more news about it. Oh, okay, okay. First of all, Bradley Cooper and Steven Spielberg working together, in my book, is big news. Because there was a follow-up to the, there's another casting. There was two castings, and I was like, do I break the rule for these two castings? This is one of them. Go ahead. Okay. The other thing that I found interesting about this is that Spielberg has since clarified that this is not a remake of bull- of the 1968 Bullet. Oh. It is a Bullet-inspired movie. So they're going to use the same character, the same, you know, Bradley Cooper is going to play the... Kind of like a Bond thing. Kind of like a Bond thing, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it may be like we talked last week about the Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Yeah. This could be like Trouble in Paradise, a Bullet Right. A bullet action adventure. Right. You know what I mean? Something like that. I like that idea. Yeah, so do I. I I love that idea. But as we all know, 
Steve McQueen wasn't the star bullet. The car was. The car was. Right. So what's the car going to be right. on this one? Probably a cube. Yeah, no. Ob- I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the only other thing it could be is uh, is like a Volkswagen van. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any listeners who love their cars? Because we don't ever talk about cars in the show. Because you and me, unless I've totally missed something, uh, you're not like a huge car guy. No. No. I do love my car, though. Yeah. That but, I know. Yeah. You used to have a, uh, gr- a purple. Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. A PT Cruiser. I like that, too. Yeah. I always pick these. I pick these cars because I'm, I'm a tall, big guy, and, and they've got a lot of headroom and legroom. I still, when I see a purple PT Cruiser on the road, I still instinctively turn to look to see if it's you. That car was a lemon, but yeah, I, I did love it. <laughs> that car was a lemon. Well, the, not the engine, the wheels. The, the, I, I was constantly replacing the wheels. So you're one of those people that likes to have wheels on their car? Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. Pretty fancy. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about an emerging trend. Oh well, well let me let me oh, yeah. let me follow up with the other casting news. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Owen Wilson is going to be playing Bob Ross mm. in a Bob Ross biopic, and I was like, that fits. Yeah, he's just so like Bob Ross was very like laid back, and Owen Wilson's got that laid back. Yeah. So anyway, let me ask you this though. Yeah. How do I put this politely? Um, Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. Genius, sure. Artist, yeah. Amazing. Take yeah. take nothing away from that. Yeah. But his style, his persona, is so like the positive way to put it is calming. Mm-hmm. When I think of it in a movie, the word that comes to mind is boring. Yeah, I think he had a lot of. I mean, they're not. I mean, it's not like you're gonna watch an episode of it in the theater. Right, and right. It's gonna be a lot. If you ever read about his life or whatever, like he is he a wild man? No, but he had a lot of interest. Like he had a pet squirrel he took everywhere with him. See and stuff like and just like <laughs> the stuff they did with his art and how much he and like the pushing. It'd be the same. Here's the thing. It's it's the same as you being like Mr. Rogers. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like. It's the same type. It's going to be the same type of movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to do. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, the Ketchums are huge Bob Ross fans. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We've had big painting parties, and you know, we put we get the little YouTube tutorial video on a laptop and put it at the end of the table, and then everybody gets a canvas and we paint. Oh, you try and do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you, the, do you smack the bra? Bra. The, the, we don't. We but. Oh, dude. We don't try. You do. We do. Whoa. Yeah, we're like a bunch of Yodas. There is no chai, only do. <laughs> um, that's crazy. I don't, you know who else is a big fan? No. Bob Ross? No. Bob Ross? Fruit Salad Naomi. Fruit Salad Naomi. Oh, my God. Did you hear? What? Did you hear the big news? What's that? Oh, my God. This weekend, Yeah. I was at a, a big swanky affair. Oh, jeez. Top hats and everything? No top hats, but you know, black black tie. Yeah, you know, pretty fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmant, not just the kind of thing any old person can get into. No, I mean, clearly. I'm not trying to like rub it in or whatever. But I was there. Oh, you know, and I'm there, and all of a sudden, this person comes walking up to me. Yeah, and they're like, "Excuse me, are you Pen Ketchum?" And I'm like, "As a matter of fact, I am." So what's up? <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> what what's it to you? <laughs> Are you Pen Ketchum? My normal reply is, "Who wants to know? <laughs> Who's Why are you asking? Who's asking?" <laughs> so she comes up to me and she's like, "Your pen." I'm like, "Yeah." She says, "I'm Naomi Fruit Salad." <laughs> Fruit Salad Naomi, and I just about died. I was so. Like, I felt like I met a celebrity. <laughs> right? Right? You were like, how does the magic happen? Right. How do you do it? Right. Tell me more about how your fruit salad is so freaking good. <sighs> so good. And actually, at that moment, so then, I mean, it was a little bit awkward because, you know, the room is packed. Yeah. Elbow to elbow with all the hobnob, the fancy elites, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, the yeah, upper yeah. echelons of Lancaster society were jam-packed. But as soon as I saw her and met her, I was so starstruck. And then immediately got hungry for fruit salad, so I, I left. You had to. I snuck out. You had to. You know what else she's known for? Chocolate eclair. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chocolate eclair. And she's so well known for it. She's like, I'll bring one. And then people chime in and say, 
You should probably bring two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she does. Yeah. Good for her. Oh my God. That was so cool to meet her. That was that yeah. was a real treat. All right. Now listen. Yeah. Now can we get on to the, the real news? The, the emerging trend. Yeah. Because this is something that's going to be more and more common over the coming years. Okay. And I don't want to be standing around explaining to someone about why this is a thing. Okay. Because you know how we talk about stuff on the show and then like we talk about it for years and years and years and then all of a sudden like five years later somebody's like, hey, Penn, you know, I was just thinking, um, sometimes I think streaming really isn't the same thing as theatrical. <laughs> now, is that news for you though? And, you know, I, I think maybe you don't need to be as worried about streaming as you think you do. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so is this is a Dante's Peak situation? This is a Dante's Peak situation. Okay. I don't get the reference, but I'm sure that you're correct. It's like a volcano. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. No, here's the deal. We have said on this show a few times. So we're opening Glass Onion on November 23rd for one, yeah. one week. And then it's unavailable to anybody for another week. And then the following week, it, it breaks on Netflix. Yeah. Great. Okay. Super. That's something we've been talking about, the value of a theatrical release. It makes more money in a theater, and then also it helps the streaming. Right. Like down the down the run down the line. So we have there's a streaming show that I've never seen, but that's irrelevant. Doesn't matter if I've seen it or not. It's called The Chosen. Yeah. It's, it's religious uh -huh. and it's streaming on Peacock. Okay. And the first two episodes of whatever new season, I don't even remember what season it is. And I, don't it, I don't think it even matters. But the first two episodes were released in movie theaters as a as a movie. Wow. I mean not they weren't edited. It was like episode one, episode two, but they're together. And they're you buy one ticket and you see the first two episodes. David, in Lidditz, yeah. this was the number one movie. Wow. Oh, over Black Panther? You mean yeah. you mean the number one after Black Panther? Right. No, 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 no. The, the number, number one movie. movie. It outgrossed Black Panther and Lidditz. And what's what? so so now you're thinking to yourself, well, Lidditz is a pretty religious community. Mm -hmm. So of course we always do well with faith-based movies. David, The Chosen, the first two episodes, was the number two movie nationally. Whoa. Like Whoa. that's a big deal. And this is something consistent that and Drew and I have been trying for years to try to get like to shake the studios. And I give all credit to Fathom Events because Fathom Events is the company that's picking this up and running with it and really yeah. making it a thing. Um, and so I'm just saying like um, there's another faith-based movie that Fathom is releasing that's special to Lancaster because it was this, the home studio is here in Lancaster. We've talked about it on the show before, Sight and Sounds mm -hmm. production of I Heard the Bells, which until Black Panther opened – now, obviously, Black Panther opened and did a massive amount of business. But the day before Black Panther opened, the pre-sales for I Heard the Bells were greater than the pre-sales for Black Panther. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. As shows like The Chosen see these successful theatrical results, not only do they make more money with a theatrical release – but what we're seeing is it attracts attention. Like nobody would have been talking about The Chosen if it hadn't had this theatrical release. Right. You know what I mean? So now yeah. what, what, there's, a, there's a second dynamic coming into this business proposition. On this show, we've been talking for years about how a, a movie, regardless of it, whether it's a, literally a TV show or an actual film or whatever, but when it gets a theatrical release, that's how it makes money. That's how it makes way more money. Like not a little more, like way more money on a theatrical release. But there's a second dynamic, which um, people, the business uh, studios and TV companies and everything are getting more and more aware of, which is that it makes way more money. And then the second dynamic is it also creates an incredible amount of attention yeah. for the show. Yeah. So now there's all, now it's not really my genre. It's not my cup of tea, but there's this whole world of people who are watching the chosen in movie theaters. And you bet when, when episode three drops, they're going to go watch episode three. It's, you, you know what I mean? It's like when, uh, Dr. Who did the uh, once or twice did the thing and we can't, we come in and be like completely sold out. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So this is going to, this is the beginning. This is 
it's uh, I think it's a little bit past the beginning. But this is sort of the first major. The reason why I think this is the beginning is because it comes in second place. It beat the menu. It beat she said. It beat all the holdovers. It beat everybody except a freaking Marvel movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it it beat everybody except the second week of Black Panther, which is an incredibly impressive. Yeah. Feet, and I think this puts it on everybody's radar, and you're, we're going to continue to see this more and more. So, you heard it here first, as per usual. Oof. What's up? What's up? Are you Pen Ketchum? Well, no, you are. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all the news fit to print. Dun 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 dun. Whoa! Nailed it! Nailed it! So from now on, ladies and gentlemen, we will be singing along with our news. <laughs> Perfect. Our outro. Perfect. As our as our subscription numbers just immediately immediately plummeted. plummet to the ground. <laughs> you ready to talk about trailers? Please. We got a, a couple here. Yeah. Uh, first up on our list is the Glass Onion trailer too. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Um. I liked I liked the trailer. I remain incredibly excited for the movie. The trailer didn't do anything for me to make me more or less excited for the movie. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with this trailer. I think it shouldn't have been made. Mm. I think the first trailer was absolutely fantastic about mm-hmm. getting you hyped. Yeah. Uh, this trailer, although it is a good trailer, and I think will attract many people to it, I feel has a little too much story. They don't really give anything away, but it was so up in the air as to what it could be about. And now I know a very small amount of the premise of it, and somehow that bothers me. Mm. So that's a me problem. <laughs> Add it added to the long, long list. Long list. It's a, long, it's a yeah. short list? No. No. It's a long list. I don't know if you heard <laughs> this or not, but I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> That list has been <laughs> marinating for quite some time. <laughs> years ago, years and years ago, I was actually younger even than you. What? Impossible. And I got a new job. No. Big new fancy job. No. And on my very first day of work, I failed to call home to check in with Amy. Uh-oh. And she made the comment. <laughs> she made the comment, you used to call me from work. <laughs> And I was like, what? You mean yesterday? (laughs) You don't know how long this has been going on. (laughs) Hours and hours. Oh, geez. You still call it? Of course I do. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a little different nowadays because we do have the ability to text. Mm. You know, but if, if I can swing it, I like to call her. She teaches. Uh, she's a professor in Allentown, so she got a little commute coming home. Yeah. And I like to call her and chat with her on her ride home. Yeah. Yo, you driving? Yo, you driving? What's up? Eyes on the road. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> she she doesn't think that's as funny as, <laughs> as I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Someday I'm going to do it to her And she's going to actually like swerve <laughs> and hit a tree. Like, Not my fault you should hey, man, I warned you <laughs> Alright so Glass Onions I hear you That I, I probably could have predicted your reply to that Yeah I can predict your reply to the second trailer too Ooh can you? Yeah can I give it a shot? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay this is Penn as David Moulton hmm. Okay Make sure you put as much gravitas and uh, wait, wait. Well, I just want to clarify. Ego into this is tone. David in his forties. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, you better slow it down and <laughs> add some crackling to that old well, voice. Well, in my day, back when I was in my thirties, is this me? <laughs> uh, in my thirties, I would have hated this movie, but now I'm older and wiser, and I still hate it. <laughs> I I think that you liked this trailer, respected this as a good trailer, hmm. but had the thought there's no possible way in hell I'm watching this movie. Yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, you know what else I thought? Hmm. I thought it was really good to see. Uh, is it Ortega or, or I can't remember her name. The main actress yeah. was in Game of Thrones, ah. and I've always wondered why she's never been in. We've never seen her. Yeah. It's good to see her in something. Well, I had the exact same thought you did. Like, great trailer, interesting premise. Like, it looks yeah. like a terribly scary movie. There's no possible way. It involves a baby 
who's either possessed or the mom thinks the baby's possessed or something like that. But like, I'm not playing around with this movie. Yeah. There's no way I'm seeing this movie. The movie at, is period. Oh, right. Sorry. And it's about there's some sort of the the premise is moms. The reason moms sing lullabies is to keep this demon or spirit away from their children. It's it's like a way to keep it away. Right. But somehow the spirit or and or demon changed a certain lullaby mm. to actually summon right. it to take the child. Right. And so the mom sings this lullaby unknowingly and summons this demon slash spirit to haunt them and try and take the baby. Ain't that a bitch. I mean, if it's happened once, it's going to happen right. again, you know? I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one is the third trailer of... Uh, coming out for this movie and I think it's holds up with the rest of them it's Puss in Boots The Last Wish trailer 3 uh, this one sh for out of all of them showed more of the story uh, what's going on so Puss in Boots used up all fi Puss, Puss finds out he's in his last life right that's what we knew from both the other trailers right, right. and now what we find out is that you can go find a you can make a final wish to get your lives back there's, there's a shooting star that's what it was that right. no one made a wish on that landed right. somewhere. Right. And so Puss in Boots and uh, Goldilocks and the wolf from... And the three bears. Three bears and the wolf from Little Red Riding Hood right. are all in a race to get to the... Plus, I think other people are in a race to right. get to the Falling Star. Right. They're in pursuit. Hot pursuit. Yeah. This was almost my trailer of the week. This was a great trailer. It was yeah. fun. I like how they aged Puss in Boots. You know, you can clearly tell he's like 40 now yeah. or some ridiculous yeah. age, you know. <laughs> Definitely towards the yeah. end. Yeah, Puss in Boots, elderly, the last wish. <laughs> can you believe this guy's over 40? <laughs> right. That's a subtitle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now, this next one is one I wanted to mention. It's called The Old Way. Yeah. And it stars Nick Cage. Yeah. And at the beginning, you see the Saban logo. But then if you look closely at the end, it also has Lionsgate logos on it. And when you click on it, like looking for the trailer, it shows up as a Lionsgate feature. Yeah. This is a Western that comes out, I think, in January Yeah. with Nicolas Cage. It looks fine, but it's like whatever. It's very passable. It's like a hype. It's like an overhyped Western. Everybody's shooting at each other and yeah. the one guy can't miss. So I imagine there'll be like a couple scenes where 18 cowboys are shooting at him. None of them can hit him. Right. And then with one bullet, he takes out probably all 18. You're right. They were all standing in a line. Right. <laughs> right. That yeah. is one magic bullet. But the line was in the other direction, so he actually had to <laughs> turn the bullet right. midair. Like wanted. Yeah. 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 Okay. So would you, this trailer looked kind of dumb to me, but it was like, it was like fine. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is my trailer of the week. Yeah, this was this was my this was not my trailer of the week, but awfully close. Okay, this was. So you know how they say like Hollywood's out of ideas? Yeah, that's it's like a pet peeve of mine because people who are uppity and have their pinkies out always like to say, "Oh, Hollywood's out of ideas." Yeah. No, this is an incredibly fresh, interesting storyline. Yeah, it stars uh, William Defoe. Willem. Willem Defoe. And he is a established art thief. And he has got people who help him and everything. And he, he goes. So he, so he has like a team. He's like a high end elite performance yeah. art thief. The, the kind that like breaks into places, steals the art, and breaks out. Right. right. Okay. And, and they're on the phone like helping him do it. Right. So they break into this place, and then the place goes into lockdown. And his team's like, sorry, you're screwed. But there's no way out. They can't break the glass, can't break out of the doors. And it seems like the temperature in the place is rising constantly. Well, the way I read it was it was more than just lockdown. It was almost like a trap. Yes. Like there's, I, I think it's going to be revealed that there's like certain clues that are meant to additionally torture him. Right. Not in the literal torture sense, but almost like tease him. You know, right. almost like, you know, terrorize him. But he's doesn't have any food. He's like, trapped. He's trapped. He's running out of food. It's kind of like a, a very glass apartment. And he can see that there are people like in the rooms next to him living life normally that he can't get them to hear him. It looks crazy. I can't crazy wait to good. see this. Yeah, it looks really good. Maybe a little rough 
to watch if you don't like intense things. Oh, I think I think it's going to be scary and intense yeah. and yeah. Yeah, no, I'm de- definitely down. Trailer of the week for sure. My trailer of the week is this next movie called Elemental. Oppos- okay. Opposites react. This is a new Pixar movie which comes out in 2023. Yeah. Um, I just it reminded me of Inside Out. Yes, and I was like. The, the trailer is nothing special. It probably should not be my trailer of the week, but it just so, felt so good to to see Pixar doing Pixar things. Yes. That I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is great. This is my trailer of the week. Yeah, this is a good second. So the main character appears to be a young girl. Picture inside. Picture the movie Inside Out, and it's a young girl who apparently her element is fire. Yeah. She's she is made of fire. Mm-hmm. It appears. Although she wears like a coat and carries a bag and, you know, she's like a character. And then she drops her headphones and when she bends down to pick them up, somebody else reaches to pick them up for her. And that person apparently is made out of water and drips on her. Right. And when he drips on her, she's it stings. Like you can hear it sizzle and she says, ow. And then they're like friends and then their eyes lock and it's a boy made out of water. Uh, it says opposites attract. Opposites attract. What's up? Yeah. Uh, do you know what doesn't attract? It's this next trailer. Missing Moms. Missing, which is a sequel, a sequel sort of to Searching. Sequel sort of. Yeah. So the people who made Searching, mm-hmm. they made it mm-hmm. and they made money, mm-hmm. and they said, "Let's make another one Aww. of the same vein." And the one guy was like, let's call it Searching 2. No. And the other guy was like, no, bro. We're not searching for someone. Someone went missing this oh, time. Oh, gotcha. It has a little bit more of, I don't know, the, I didn't see Searching, but it has a little bit more to it, I think. Does it, though? Well, in the fact that it's not like Searching, the guy's daughter went missing. Right. Right? This, it's a girl's mother and boyfriend go missing. But then maybe the boyfriend turns out to be a con artist and then maybe her mom turns out to have also been something else mm-hmm. and had been pretended like under a fake identity mm-hmm. her whole life. Much like myself. Yeah. 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 You're Ken Petchum right. this whole time. Right. No one knew. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so my trailer of the week is Elemental. I recommend you go watch it. David's trailer of the week is Inside from Folks Features starring Willem Dafoe. Willem. Comes out in March. I, I will say this about Inside. Um, I hope that this is the last trailer. Like, really? Like, I hope they don't. Really? I hope they don't ruin more of the story. No. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For some reason, my mind was like, really hope. I was thinking uh, Elemental. Yeah. No, Elemental needs a couple more trailers, but that's got a ways to go. Yeah. Are you ready to review this movie? The, the menu? The menu. The menu. Spoiler review for the menu. Which I definitely saw. Yeah. Starring Anya Taylor-Joy. And? Ralph Fiennes. Cool. And? And the, the, another white boy. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> who else? If there is, I'm going to anybody else in it. Who else would I know? Um... Well, there's a Asian guy who I remember from. Um, I forget, I forget what I know him from. And Leguizuma. Okay. What's his name? John Leguizamos. John Leguizamos. Yeah. What do I know him from? Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I'm Mario. <laughs> the old one, the one, <laughs> the good uh, one. Yeah, from Spawn. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. And there was a lot. There was a there was a number of actors in this movie that I recognized that I did not know their names to, and I was just fooling around. I totally did see this movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, what did you think? This movie is hard to categorize in how Indeed. I feel. Indeed, because it's very suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of really good things. If you want a movie that has answers, this movie is not that movie. Mm-hmm. You're never really gonna find out. I don't know. I so let's go over it. So there's all these people with all these different sins, and yet they all meet the same end death. Well, okay. Yeah. That's my problem with the movie. Like they're they're they all sort of have a different, you know, background that 
the chef finds unacceptable. Right. And yet, in the end, they all get burned down. Well, he's except for the one guy who hangs himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the whole point of the thing is that they were all part of the menu that he was making, part of the meal. Right. They were all ingredients. Right. In it. So the whole idea is that there's a chef who has turned his crew into a cult Mm -hmm. of a sort, and they are on an island where they serve meals that cost $1,200 or more. more. And uh, so only the elitist of the elite can go there. And he's become disenchanted with cooking. And himself. And himself, and by proxy blames all of these people for his problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, he has a couple that's been there seven times, which is crazy because how expensive it is. And he's like, you've been here seven times, but can you name what you ate mm-hmm. the last time? And they do like a two minute speech before each meal about what you're about to eat. So it should be memorable, but the whole thing is that it's become just like another place to go right. f- for these guys. And then, uh, there's some business guys who are part of a business that is uh, funding the restaurant and they've embezzled a bunch of money. Uh, then there is a guy who is a fanatic about cooking and hit the fanaticism around cooking has destroyed the magic of cooking. That's the symbolism there. And then the best one, John Leguizamos is there just because the chef saw a movie and he didn't like it. On his one day off that he had for the month, he saw a movie starring <laughs> John Leguizamos' character and he didn't like it and he blamed his bad day on him. Yeah, so he killed him. So he killed him. What I didn't like hmm. about – so it, it, he kind of is trying to teach them a lesson and break them down, but not as deep as, say, like Saul does right. or anything because they really don't get individual super lessons. It's just kind of like right. – Uh, But at the same time, like, there's just a lot of weird things. Like, one chef kills himself as part of the art. Another chef reveals that the main chef tried to sleep with her, and he turned her down. And part of her thing is stabbing him in the in the dick with a scissors uh, to like I don't know part of the forgiveness thing or whatever. Like, he apologizes then, and then the whole idea is it's going to culminate with all of them dying. And they're very clear about that. And the character that we follow through, she uh, went there on a date, but she was a replacement for someone else. Well, she was a prostitute. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't go by yourself. I'm sorry, like a call girl. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't go by yourself. And so this guy hired her. You think they're in a relationship, but then you find out that she's a call girl and that uh, you can't go by yourself. And he did that just so that he could still go. And he knew he knew they were all going to die, but he invited her anyway. Yeah, he was the foodie guy, right? And he was like so into it that yeah. they revealed that they were going to die, and right. he still wanted to go. So, anyway, uh, the most upsetting part of this is the wig she wore. If it was a wig, whatever it was, her hair just bothered me a lot. Huh. Uh, I I did not even know that. Well, Pen, maybe you're not as like in touch with fashion as I am, <laughs> and clearly. I mean, well, I'm definitely not as observant as you are. Hmm. That's for sure. I, 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 you know what? I like this movie, um, but at the same time, I could never watch it again. And if you have any problems with, like, yeah, I mean, sometimes it looks fine, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. If but you have any problems with what? It, any like uh, self-inflicted wounds or uh, mild torture, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. So it's a little bit harsh for that. Cut off one finger? Are you calling that torture? Mild. I but it was, mild. His, it was his ring finger, his ring which is finger, what I like. But they also, it. like, keep them in the, you know, they yeah, make them yeah, watch yeah, someone yeah. die. and Yeah. Yeah. So would you recommend this movie? What do you think of this movie? What's the verdict? Well, those are three different. Yeah. What's the, what is our review? My review is it's the worst movie of all time. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll explain yeah, my thought process because I did really enjoy the movie. Yeah. I would recommend it to certain people. Like I, I know my friends and I know like what people are looking for. And I, I would recommend it to some of my friends. I would not recommend it to other friends. Yeah. My, so I will also say that, so I said, I enjoyed it. What I enjoyed about it is Anya Taylor joy. Yes. She was incredible. And 
she was amazing. The the acting around her was amazing. Um, the movie was really well made. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. But my problem is, like, at the end of the day, so she figures out that what first originally brought him joy as a chef yes. was making the perfect cheeseburger. So she sort of cracks the code and she requests in front of everybody, she wants, she doesn't want to eat this food. I want you to make me a cheeseburger. So he does. And it's, and then she takes a bite out of it. And it's like the most part, she says, oh, this is the best cheeseburger I've ever eaten in my life. And then he says, do you want it to go? And she says, yes. And he wraps it up, gives her a to-go box and she is excused. And like, it's, it's that, it's like so anticlimactic. It's like, oh, well that's, now, I was torn because on the one hand, as as someone who is now invested in her character, I was beyond thrilled that she escaped. And I love her escape. You know, she, she goes, she takes a boat, she finds a boat and struggles to start it, but ultimately starts it. And then she motors out into the middle of the bay or wherever she is. And she sits on the bow of the boat, eating her cheeseburger, literally watching the island burn down. And that was, as a moviegoer, as someone who's invested in her character, that was incredibly satisfying to see that ending. And I, I thought it was great. But my problem is all the rest of the characters were, there was no satisfaction, including the chef. Like yeah. to me, there was none of them changed. None of, they were all the exact same characters as they were at the beginning of the movie. He set out to kill all of them. That's exactly what he did. Roll credits. Well, I don't understand. I would have loved for the movie to have ended when she left, since we were seeing it through her perspective, when she left, I, I could have been like, she just gets away. We don't know interesting. Yeah. what happens. Yeah, that or, would, that would maybe, be more interesting. Or maybe it still blows up, but we don't know why or how. Yeah. Or, but and that, that whole speech about s'mores and how awful s'mores are, yeah. like that was a good point, but also like it took me out of the movie a little the bit. Problem, the thing that took me out of that is he's got them tied up dressed like s'mores and then he says something and the crew's like, yes, chef. And then all the people who's killing are like, thank you, chef. Like they all of a sudden are also brainwashed into, into it. But he does kind of talk about how he's like manipulating them psychologically. And he's like, you could have probably escaped, but none of you are trying hard enough. Like you feel like you should be punished. This was a, this movie clearly had a lot of statements to make about the society that we live in. Yeah, but it was never really clear about where it was. My ultimately for me at the end of the day, my problem with the movie was that n- that none of the characters changed from who they were from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Right. I'm going to give it worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Same but reasons. we thoroughly enjoyed it and yeah. if you like a good movie, this counts as a good movie. Yeah. But I'm just saying I also said to a friend of mine I was talking about this movie. I said this is an example of a movie that in 2023 I will not remember this movie. Like when I'm looking back on 2022, yeah. I won't remember it. Right. Uh, I challenge you that next week when we review a movie that you don't remember the menu. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's possible. Right? Yep. Yeah. All right. So All next right. week we're going to watch Glass Onion. Yep. Yeah. So moving on to listener notes, questions, comments, answers, and so forth. Um, we got one from a certain guy named what? We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. gobble, 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 gobble. That's the mystery. Guy. This was great. This was so you know. A lot of times, listeners write in and they're whining and complaining. Yeah. You know, we get a lot of hate mail. Right. Bags and bags of hate mail. It was nice every now and then to get a refreshing note from the mystery gobble. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "I love your long episodes." He's like, "Guys." That was awesome. It was one of the best last week. Yeah. Uh, can you make them this long all the time or longer? Yeah, I think his comment to us was the only thing that could have made this better was if it was even longer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Double it up. Double right. or nothing. Finally. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. That's yeah, what it was. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Yeah. I forgot that yeah. phrase. Yeah. To, uh, this is great. To which I also want to remind people that uh, we can say you said whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> Mystery gobble. How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> All right. You know, the gobble, he's pushing 40, too. Get out of town. Yeah. No way he's pushing 40. Yeah. He's 40-something. 40 40-something? 40 um, oh, he, at one point, 
earlier he was 40 something. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know who else we heard from? Da, 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 da. Are we going to sing the whole thing? <laughs> Do we even need to play it? <laughs> you better play it. Okay. It's the final countdown. <laughs> find that that is freaking I, I, gold somewhere online i can't remember that is so good all right i mean you want to read this dribble or you want me to i think you should handle you it you think i should handle this yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Dri- this dribble this dribble yeah <laughs> all right well this is another love letter that, that came you know in. what you read this i'm gonna look because we forgot to read her letter last week and i'll get that right now i said we were gonna do it this week didn't i Top 10 Sarah sent in one of the funniest. I mean, every week she outdoes herself. Yeah. This week. Oh, no, we did talk about it last week. This week we got ones with her and everybody's favorite sister. (laughs) This is the week, right? With the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So they were inspired. If if you remember Tony Baloney, he inspired the art, the craft of going to Michael's or AC Moore, some art shop, and getting one of those big, bright yellow poster boards. Biggest one you can find. Biggest one you can find. Getting a few of them because you might need a few over the course of a week. Yeah. And then he, what he does is he cuts them down. Now, I was recently at an event recently. It was an agricultural industry banquet. Yeah. Yeah. And I was there and I was seated with him at the head table. No he was way. The, yeah. He was the featured speaker. I don't doubt that yeah. for a minute. And I talked to him and I say, Tony, how do you make those so great? And what I found out was what he does is he gets those massive, gigantic yellow sheets. Yeah. And then, you know, have you ever seen a Swiss Army knife mm. that had actual scissors in it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like tiny. The tiny little Swiss Army yeah. knife scissors. That's what he uses. Don't just oh, tell right. anybody, but that's what he uses to make yeah. his post-it note like signs. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Yeah, For so a second. that was fascinating. And also, by the way, he gave an, an the speech that he gave on irrigation and draining was, yeah. I mean, it was moving. There was not a dry eye in the house because the irrigation was hitting them. In right, the face. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, it was the guy. <laughs> you know, is what a guy. Right? He's it's a wealth, a, of, memor- a wealth a of information. Man. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, Topton Sarah wrote in, and she says, "If only we had some Penn Cinema podcast shirts." What? But alas, all we had were these matching I Lava You shirts and a really big piece of yellow poster board cut down to post-it note size. The problem is that the notes just wouldn't stay put and kept falling off as soon as we started walking. If we had matching Penn Cinema podcast shirts, we would have had so many people, like tens and tens of them, (laughs) coming up and commenting on our super cool shirts. And although most of those people probably already know about the podcast and would have given us the secret Penn Cinema podcast sup head nod, a few could have been enlightened about the wonderful service you provide to our ear holes. That's amazing. Oh, man. If only. You know, I got to love these sisters because every time they go to Disney, <laughs> they make sure everyone at Disney right. knows what's up. And, and they do. Is it just me or does it seem like they go to Disney a lot? They go. Well, they're Disney girls. Yeah. Well, to, uh, everyone's favorite sister works for Disney. Right. Or oh, that's what it was. So I think right. they can get right, in. Right, 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 right. You know, lickety split. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be cool? We should host a show in Disney World. In Disney. Everyone's favorite sister. <laughs> what's get, up? Everyone's favorite sister. Works on the cruise line side. Oh, God. So when's the Pensano <laughs> podcast cruise happening? Get on organizing it. Oh, we could have my God. like five rooms booked, <laughs> I bet. Tens and tens, tens of people. Tens and tens of people. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. What is it say they're interested in? Five of us would go. Right. Yeah. That's how we do it. Yeah. So, I mean, missed opportunity, honestly, yeah. Disney. Come on. Yeah. Um, this is great because they sent pictures. Oh my god! They didn't just. They weren't. They no. They took a note out of Tony's right. tiny little notepad right. that <laughs> he made. His post-it note-sized notepad. Yeah, and he and they said, "We're not just going to say we did this. No. We did it. Here right. are the photos of us right. in Disney with what seemed like crowds of people drawn to the attention." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for sending yeah. that in, ladies. Yeah. All right, let's move on to what are you doing? What are you, what's been going on for you outside of the world of uh, the movie theater? I watched Chris Hemsworth's special yeah. on Disney Plus on the National Geographic channel of Disney Plus yeah. called Limitless. And it was good. It was amazing. Mm. 
It wasn't like he didn't like. Um, it's a balance between like a documentary, but also like lessons oh. on health, okay. mental, physical, and spiritual health. Um, but also like adventures. You know, there was like he had adventures that he had to complete as part of learning lessons about you know his health, and the whole thing was he was motivated by learning how he can make changes to his lifestyle to enhance his longevity. He wants to live old. How about that? He, he thinks if he works hard enough, he could make it to 40. No. Nah. Nah. As someone who's made it, <laughs> right. it's not for the thing. Done that. Right. Yeah. Like, jeez. Right. Uh, no, so I recommend this. It's it's a good show. If, you, if you're sort of in, interested in, in some of those topics, he, he talks about strength. He talks about uh, mobility. He talks about um, st- handling stress. You know, sort of all of the above. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's what I like about it is, well, first of all, I was reminded of how likable Chris Hemsworth is. Yeah. Like, like just off camera, like as a guy, like he's a very likable person. And this show is not like macho, tough guy, you know, watch me try to lift a car type of thing. Yeah. You know, it's just much more. And, but at the same time, he is doing incredible feats. You know what I mean? But yeah. the way he approaches it is very um, modest, if that's – I don't know if that makes – that's not quite the right word. But he approaches it with humility. He approaches it as a student, you know, mm. trying to learn different things. Um, and it's all incredibly interesting. So I thought it was super cool. I also watched the first episode of The English. Okay. You know the show I'm talking yeah. about? It's on – I think it's – pretty sure it's on Netflix. And it stars somebody who I really like, um, Emily Blunt. Okay. It's a Western She's like a, she plays an English woman alone in the prairie, and she befriends an Indian who has also served in the American Army. So he's like kind of on both sides. Okay, I really did not like it. It seemed cheesy as hell, and I'm not. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. One yeah. one and done episode. Mm. I don't. Nah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't actually do much uh, entertainment take in this week, except for I gotta say, Andor had one of the most best Star Wars episodes, shows, whatever, Star Warsing of the Star Warsing. Like, you need to get on Andor. Okay. Like, it's so good. The finale is this week. Mm. So it'll be done. By the time you get to it, it'll be done. Okay. So you got to get I on I watch Andor. the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Like, just sit down, tell Amy, the kids, I know it's Thanksgiving, but one thing I'm thankful right. for is Andor. And All right. I'm sorry, ladies. I want to There's a lot of new movies opening this Thanksgiving weekend, Oof. and... I want to watch all of them. Well, I'm sorry, all of them except for Bones and all. Yes. I'm not into that. No. But I want to watch Strange World, Fableman's, Glass Onion. Yeah. We already watched the menu. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, so speaking of next week, we're going to be watching Glass Onion. Yeah. So uh, this movie is only out for a week. So if you want to be on the know like Mm -hmm. we are, Mm -hmm. get yourself out to the theater to see Mm -hmm. this movie. Support theaters. Show them that Netflix can wait right yeah all right well look if you want to be a part of the show number one way to do that is to shoot us an email podcast at pencinema.com that's our new email address <laughs> podcast at pencinema.com <laughs> yeah. but if you want to support the show mm. what's the number one way to do that well you know a lot of people like to give gifts at birthday time it's true the best gift i could think of is turning somebody on to podcast at pencinema.com now or just the Penn Cinema Podcast is what I meant to say. Yeah. I, I blurted out that new email address because yeah. it's all we've been talking about all week. Yeah. But what I meant to say was, now, what you're probably thinking is, like, you picture your friend and you're going to give them a birthday present and on the card it's going to say, like, listen, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I did get a card like that, by the way. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm talking about is that's your gift. <laughs> Hey, right. You should listen to the Pencil right. Podcast. Right. From me to you for this birthday. You're welcome. <laughs> and then I love it. Right? And yeah. I mean, if you include a card That's above and beyond. Or a gift or anything like that, it takes away from the purity of your message. Yeah. You pull them aside, you it put dilutes. your hand on their shoulder, you right. say, Look, I wanted to give you something meaningful right. this year. You should listen to right. the Pencil Podcast. And the best is if you whisper it in their ear so your hot breath is like on their face and it's super awkward. Or if, I like the idea is if you tell them and then you do the whisper in the ear. 
Welcome. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you're not into that or if you don't know people with a birthday coming up, then tell a friend. Tell a friend about the show. I guess that's easy enough. Yeah. You can right. do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know. What if you don't have any friends? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Then what? That's, then what do you do? You tell us. Podcast yeah. at PennCinema.com. You know, I just had a birthday. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. But you could send me a <laughs> we card. Didn't, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> you could send me a card telling me about the podcast, you know, if you don't have a friend. Yeah. yeah. Or if you want to continue to celebrate David well into his 40s, you can always mail birthday presents to Penn Cinema located on Airport Road in oh, Lovitz, Pennsylvania. Please. And thank you. 17543. All 10 of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was there. So No, that's no, not, that's not even true. close. No, it's not. No, they, it it was it was great because there were some of our favorites there, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of our favorites that were not there. Yeah, that's true, and we missed them. Sad face. We'll have to have like a podcast party. Yes, I have I have a plan cooking. Oh snap! Yep. All right. Well, once again for the Pencil Podcast, I'm David Moulton, <laughs> the birthday boy, and I'm Pen Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.